0: Every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Hoosier Football Tailgate signing day special. Thursday, December the 20th, big day throughout the country as this is the early signing period for all uh, high school and transfer portal type of guys. And Coach Signetti and his staff wrapped up a very uh, big day for the Hoosiers, uh, securing thus far, I I would imagine, around 24 31 can't remember off the top of my head uh, commitments for the day. I know that he did uh, reference that there were approximately, oh, five to seven uh, others that were uh, in bowl games that they were not going to announce until after uh, their bowl game had been completed. Speculation on my part; those may be some James Madison guys that they're waiting to finish up their games uh, here shortly. But before we get under that, I want to make sure that we give proper credit to where credit is due. I want to thank Bet Online for their sponsorship of the Hoosier football tailgate here in our first se- season with Believe. Just remember that Bet Online will not be taking any holiday breaks. They are going to be right there for you, whether it's on the desktop or on your mobile device, providing you all the up to date information that you may need for all your um, sports gambling. issues that you have with uh, wanting to place bets on certain days of the week. I even know that there's going to be an NFL game on Christmas Day, I believe, uh, this year. But you've got the NFL, you've got the NCAA bowl season underway. You've also got the college football playoffs, uh, all that information. And then transition into ice hockey, NBA basketball, college basketball is in full swing. You name it, they've got about every opportunity for your sports wagering desires, up-to-the-minute stats, you got your different lines for the games, parlays, overs and unders, game lines, you name it, they have it all, including any other news that may have a direct impact on the games that you are looking to wager on, remember with Bet Online, uh, use the promo code Believe B L E A V and get your fifty percent welcome bonus. Uh, pretty good, pretty good deal. Uh, by bet online remember that's b-l-e-a-v promo code 50 percent welcome bonus you'll get that and again to remind you you can do this either on the desktop computer or your mobile device bet online is where the game starts and starting today it was a like i said a very uh Good day for the Hoosiers when you look at what Coach Signetti and his staff have been able to do here over the last, oh, I'd say, uh, 14 days or so, putting together not only his staff, but also uh, keeping a good, healthy group of guys, uh, student-athletes that were... uh, Previously offered by the previous staff, Coach Allen's staff, and I believe they kept about 15 of those young men. And then add to that what they were able to do in flipping some guys that were committed to James Madison, as well as jumping into the portal and picking up some key commitments there, Uh, one being getting back Donovan McCauley back into that wide receiver room, which I think was a huge uh, get back (laughs) from that portal, and also Uh, two of the big uh, commitments that I think they got from the transfer portal one, uh, Curtis Rourke, the Ohio U quarterback. This cat threw for 700 almost 800 almost 8,000 yards in his career at OU, Mac player of the year to this past year in, in 2022. And this cat has only done one thing win. I think he's got a 10 win season and a nine-win season, leading them to bowl games. We'll talk a little bit, watch some video of him coming up shortly. And then uh, uh, they also got um, uh, Trey – oh, I can't think of the young man's name off the top of my head – offensive lineman from Wisconsin. Uh, big commitment from, uh, from that standpoint, adding some uh, beef – Uh, into the o-line room the 300 plus pound kid that's got experience and i think uh he's definitely got the bob bobstead uh pedigree uh bringing that into that uh offensive lineman room where they need some depth and they need some guys that can come in and play right away but they need to add some size and strength to that to that room but um those are some of the big uh commits and then of course the other one is getting Holland uh Holland back uh the running back uh who was in the portal as well so those two guys coming back now I know coach Signetti Signetti uh, did reference today as well that there are some Indiana players that have that entered the portal that he has not uh welcome back um as of yet and Uh, verdict still out whether he will or not now one of those was Lucas Jalen Lucas who I think would be a good uh, bring back but uh, I know they got to commit at the wide receiver spot a little bit bigger kid who kind of will remind you of Jalen's abilities uh, as a wide receiver but he's a bigger and so that may play a part into the reasoning why that is not coming. You know, he may not be back in the fray. And remember, Brendan Soresby <coughs> left and went to Cincinnati. So um, got some nice commitments in the quarterback room, both transfer. We talked about Rourke and then two incoming freshmen who've had storied careers in high school. We're going to talk about them in just a second. Um, coach signetti's press conference today uh he is uh you know pretty pretty interesting press conference i should say in terms of his uh charismatic way of entertaining the room or in this case the zoom meeting uh that was done this afternoon um the one thing he did point out is Tyler Cherry, the quarterback from Center Grove, the, four, the only four-star on that group of commitments, is going to be a mid-year enrollee. So he will be a part of the program moving forward once January hits. And uh, that is a huge opportunity for that young man to come into a quarterback room that he'll have an opportunity from the get-go uh to compete because that's one thing that coach Signetti did emphasize today that nobody has been promised anything including those that have transferred into uh the program everything will be earned and they're going to get a full baptism uh by fire so to speak when they get back uh from this Christmas holiday break and have the opportunity to uh Get Coach Signetti's expectations as they progress through the winter months. January and February will be very important, not only in the weight room, but also. They'll give them a chance to evaluate competitiveness of their kids when they get them in the mornings to do some conditioning work where they will find out real quick who's in the boat and who is partially in the boat. And those guys that are partially in the boat, that's not going to fly with the staff. So uh, interesting setups coming along also along the way. So we're going to get into that uh, here in just a second. And uh, we'll get a chance to evaluate all these commitments today, do have some video on some of them, including a couple of the running backs that are in, in the fold, uh, some Wake Forest kids as well. Uh, You know, some video on those guys. It's Texas Tech, wide receiver from Texas Tech. So I do think they've got some impact players out of the portal. Now, when you look at the rankings for this class, remember, we're also including USC, UCLA, as well as Oregon and Washington into this mix. So now you're talking about 18 teams when you talk about evaluating from top to bottom. Penn State was number one. At, at this point, with the number one rated class. And then uh, surprisingly, Purdue, uh, Coach Walters and his staff put in a top 10 class, I believe. Indiana, and uh, being that this is Coach Signetti's first class, is coming in towards the bottom around the 17th uh, position, with Northwestern only being below them. Uh, I wouldn't get too caught up into all that at this point in time, being that this is Coach Signetti's first uh, signing class. The first year is always the toughest year because you're not only trying to recruit, but you're trying to put you know pieces together, get your families all moved and settled in Bloomington. Coach Signetti said he has been burning the midnight uh, oil, so to speak, so burning the candle at both ends. That has Uh, Sleep has been very, uh, I guess you could say, varies from night to night, Um, saying that he had been putting in some hours up until 11, 12 o'clock at night there at uh, the office. And also made mention today that (laughs) he had uh, damaged or blew out a tire on his rental or his donor vehicle and that he may have dozed off. Which I'm not sure that's what you really want to say at a press conference when you're talking about a car that's being loaned to you that's probably a $70,000, $80,000 car. But, um, you know, some ask, well, why is he in the office from 530 in the morning and talking about it and about how ladies work? And well... Those are the hours that uh, coaches keep, especially when you're a new staff into a new building. You know, you got to look at it. He's evaluating kids on tape from this. Not only the kids that are here, but he's evaluating tape on the kids that, of course, they recruited and bringing in. He's evaluating portal kids that may still be available. And as crazy as this sounds, they're also taking a hard look at the juniors. Uh, You know, uh, that are in sophomores that are going to be coming up into the recruiting uh, phase in the next this next six to eight months. So there's a lot to be done and a lot to take, you know, uh, take stock of in terms of what they need to do there and also preparing for January and February, as well as uh, what will take place with spring ball have not seen a start date for spring ball yet I'm sure that'll soon be released and also all the new guys that he's brought into his staff I'm sure he's starting to coach them all up on what is expected and how he likes to do things because that will be important and uh, having brought the majority of his staff from James Madison that should be an easier transition in terms of teaching those new coaches what you know how he does things and what he's he expects to be done so give me a couple seconds here we're going to get the tape fired up and start taking a look at this new uh 2020 all right well we're going to try to keep continuing on here if it's not on then we'll have to (laughs) redo it the world of technology i tell you man it can be a little crazy at times so hopefully Everyone is on board with what we're trying to accomplish here today with this signing day special. Uh, let me go over here to a uh, to the list here on uh, what we got here from the Hoosier uh, com. Those guys, like I said, did a great job today. Uh, Mason Williams was a big part. Of all that today, but anyway, Miles Gross was a top receiver for uh, O'Rourke, O'Rourke at Ohio U. As you can see, he had over almost 1,300 yards uh, of receptions there, uh, of yardage there, and 104 receptions. He was Rourke's uh, number one. Uh, target there so a big pickup there big size kid 6'1 213 pounds decent speed uh, but a big uh, pickup there to add some competition to the wide receiver room then you've got the Ellison kid uh, the running back from uh, Wake Forest I do believe yep, I do have some video on him so let's you know kind of watch some of this for from that perspective uh i think he's got decent speed he's kind of a, a thick kid that i think uh will again earn you those hard yards in that regard he had a really good game against um georgia tech as you can see there 137 yards carrying against georgia tech this year Uh, good feet i think he moves well side to side here's a good little jump cut in the hole where he found daylight and was able to get a first down which i thought was a pretty good run when you're evaluate running backs yeah you're looking for the guys that can burn it and has got great speed but you're also looking at guys that can make those cuts and then get vertical and, you know, here's another good job of him getting to daylight and then getting vertical up the field and getting as many yards as he can. You don't want to see running backs that have a tendency to have happy feet and then like to jump in and out of a hole too much. You want to see guys to make a cut, make that decision and go. Here's kind of an inside zone premise where they didn't block right. Great move there. And then he gets another, you know, 10, 12 yards down the sideline on his own. But you can see he's a, you know, high motor guy that does well, uh, gets in and out of the hole very quickly. Here's he does a great job on this run. You can see, you know, decent size when he cuts the cuts the ball back and things of that magnitude. He does maintain his speed again out of the backfield, catching the football. Again, just you know, some good promise there with him adding to that running back room. And uh I think getting uh Trent back in the fold uh there was gonna be a big help uh for uh Indiana when it comes to uh competition in that room with Holland coming back into the fray. Uh that was a nice Re-enter into the Hoosiers program, um, there when, uh, that was announced, but Ellis going to be a good player, uh, rushed for over 1900 yards, 15 touchdowns, 43 games. So you can see again, good, solid performance there at wake. Uh, then you've got the defensive lineman coming in from James Madison, uh, Kamara, uh, again, Good, solid statistics there. Um, kind of an edge. I would imagine he's more of an edge guy in that regard. Here's the running back that came back, uh, Tyson uh, Tyson Lawton. Um, big size back, 2,600 yards. I mean, he has a lot of experience coming in um from where he came you know James Madison they flipped him back to Indiana I do believe he played at Stony Brook for a while as well Miles Price wide receiver another good guy to have in the wide receiver room 1700 yards 12 total touchdowns of him um he's a guy again that I think can you know get vertical Get some of those contested balls. He had a 410 yards of receptions this year at Texas Tech, which love to throw the football a lot. So again, there's another good one. And then here we got Curtis O'Rourke. I'm sorry, Curtis Rourke. I said O'Rourke, Curtis Rourke from Ohio. I talked about him last week through for over 7,000 yards, and uh, he is a really. Uh, good quarterback, throw so some of his highlights up here uh, from his time at OU. Um, you know, uh, Coach Signetti said today, what does he look for in the in the portal? He looks for those guys that played. He looks for those guys that you know were uh, first or second team guys that got on the field and made plays. Uh, Curtis is a guy that's played a lot of football, and he says he knows how to play quarterback. And I think that l- means to me he's a guy with a lot of experience. And you can see in some of his throws that he makes, uh, good solid uh, uh, fundamentals, especially in the pocket. You know, he doesn't have over ha- you know happy feet. Here's where he drops a dime against Eastern Michigan. You know, he's just one of those guys that's been a winner at OU. They had a 10-win season this year. I think nine wins last year. He's led them to bowl games. But more importantly, he is a winner. Again, now, he's not a, a guy that's going to get, you know, be a running type of quarterback. He's more of the play-action type there. He stood in the pocket and made a nice throw there. Um but uh, I think with what James Madison did uh, and what Ohio U did, there were some similarities there offensively ph- offensive philosophy-wise. They, uh, they uh, liked what he had to show uh, in terms of what he brought to the table. Um, but again, he's just one of those guys that uh, is a winner and you know ohio you used him in different ways you can see there with some creation. again i like the fact here's what you know this time here he turns a drop back in a quarterback draw and that's just smart football you know can run the option um but that wasn't his main throw. just these throws that this kid makes are and sometimes a draw your draw just drops here's another one he puts on the money and uh, I've watched him for two or three years um, when they've been on uh, Asians like on Tuesday nights. And uh, you just like his mannerisms, his, his uh, you know, kind of grace under pressure and way he does things as a quarterback and as a leader. and uh, and how he throws the football with some precision and accuracy. And that's the one thing that stuck out to me uh, is that he's for his career, he completed like, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 68% of these passes. He was the 2002 uh, Mac offensive player of the year. So I think this was a great get uh, for coach Signetti and Tino, Uh, in that offensive group, Coach Shanahan, what they'll be able to do with this kid's abilities. um, But like Coach Signetti said, the one thing is he knows how to play quarterback, and that to him stood out. Now, in that quarterback room is going to be great competition because you got Rourke coming, you got two freshmen coming in Mendoza and uh, Tyler Cherry, who was the only four-star recruit, and of course you got Taven Jackson in that room as well as Brock, as well as Brock Lowry. Now, uh, S- Coach Signetti did say that uh, uh, Cherry is going to be a mid-year enrollee, so. Uh, In that regard, uh, you're going to have a lot of competition this spring in that room. And Curtis will just be a part of it. Now, like Coach Signetti said, nothing was promised. Nothing is a given. He's got to come to Indiana, walk into a quarterback room with some other talented kids and go compete for the number one spot. And uh, everybody's on the same plane. So uh, I thought this was a huge get for coach signetti and then the other big big uh get those offensive linemen which i think coach bobstead ha- helped out quite a bit with trey uh Wiedig. uh this cat is a big fella 6'7, 315 pounds IU uh, you did lose two of their guys in the portal uh one to colorado one to oregon but getting this kid to come in i'm sure coach bobstead was pleased to get him as was coach Signetti, um, because they're getting a really good offensive lineman and coach bobstead being familiar with trey um, that had a big part of it so big get there i thought rourke and trey were the two top gets from the portal outside of donovan um Because of what they needed to bring in, and I do think they still need to bring in a couple more offensive linemen in what's remaining out there. We'll see what happens. Keyshawn Williams, wide receiver uh, from uh, Wake. Got some video on him. We'll just throw up here quickly. Again, add into the convert, you know, a guy that's going to add to the uh, wide receiver. And Winston Salem, as well as Keyshawn Williams, makes this catch receiver uh, for Wake. And, you know, they were a spread and throw it all over the place type of guy. But uh, I like his quicks. You know, he's got good vertical uh, speed, I think. And then, of course, I think he's quick sideline to sideline. So another nice pickup for the room. Of course, Jay Sean being in the portal, I think this is a good uh, replacement. I think he's a little bit bigger. Um, Again, this is against Liberty, who was a very good defense this year. And this cat went up and down the field on him, made it some, you know, there's a great contested throw on a 50-50 ball and double coverage. He went up and got it. Um, you know, this game had 129 yards. But uh, I thought this was another uh, nice get. And another guy that you add to that competition in the room, uh, I think uh, just makes that wide receiver room any be- uh, much better uh, as it pertains to, uh, what IU's got coming, you know, back and who they've got already in that room with, you know, Williams, um, Donovan back. Now you had Keyshawn, you got the kid from tech, um, so, pretty good tight end room. This is a one young pup that I like that they kept, this Kozin kid from Wisconsin, tight end. I think he's got a great future in front of him. Whether or not he becomes a factor this year will be yet to be seen, but he's a big kid, 6'6", 225, so he's a little light in the weight department. But he comes in there, and they add 30 pounds to that cat, 40 pounds of that cat, and he stays at tight end. He'll be a a big-time wide receiver for him or, you know, blocking and catching uh, tight end. Henderson, another young young pup out of uh, North Carolina. He's one guy that they did flip from James Madison. DB, Um, again, they really liked his uh, ability on film. Quentin Clark, again, was a kid that Indiana had already – uh, offered out of Georgia again another linebacker oh you know type of kid six 195 pounds um, you know this cat can run a little bit and uh, I like the way he played on tape watching him Evan Lawrence he's a kid a local kid out of Danville offensive lineman good offensive line uh, a program there from a commute uh, uh, high school program that has you know, turned out some, you know, offensive linemen over the years, you know, he had the Mac, Mac schools and some of the, uh, one double a type of schools, but <clears throat> he, uh, was one that they kept into the fold that had committed before again, six seven, two fifty. 250 you add another 30, 40 pounds of that cat. He's going to be a good one down the road. Alberto Mendoza. Here's a kid out of Christopher Columbus. I've watched film on him. Uh, Again, he's um, 6'2", 190 pounds, good, solid, thick kid, good fundamentals, uh, not what I would call a – uh dual threat quarterback i'd say he's more of a pocket quarterback kind of like rourke is in that regard uh led his team to two state championships down there in florida which is not easy christopher columbus is a great little uh high school there in miami they've turned out some pretty good ball players i look for alberto uh he'll come in and compete now i think he's a kid that's got that mindset that even though he's a freshman uh he don't care he's gonna come in interim compete now he will not be a mid-year enrollee and uh for that point from that standpoint he's got uh you know be a little bit behind the eight ball when he comes in in terms of his development in the offense but this kid's got a good solid head on his shoulder through for over two thousand yards this year 22 touchdowns and uh really high percentage uh speedway kid uh gene was uh a recruit that they kept uh, in the program, uh, committed to the Hoosiers. Again, offensive lineman, 6'5", 270, big, solid kid, looks really good on tape, Uh, really good on tape, uh, strong, and, and moves his feet really well. So I think this is a good pickup in the offensive line category. Uh, Mario Landino, a kid out of uh, Pennsylvania that was committed to James Madison, 6'4", 250, good length, defensive end type off the edge. Uh, This kid's a good lanky kid, uh, moves really well, athletic. Uh, I think he's going to be a player uh at indiana i just think from his background and everything there james madison may have stolen one out of out of pennsylvania uh but this cat i think is going to be a really good player and uh wouldn't be a bit surprised if he's not within the you know two to three deep there even as a true freshman so really good uh Becker, wide receiver, good, solid kid. 6'3", good frame, lanky, you know, good guy on the outside can go up and get t- contested balls out of Nashville. They kept him. Indiana, Tom Allen's, in, you know, being the head coach, that was an early offer. They retained him in the pool. Uh, t- you know, uh, solid kid. Um, doubt if he'll um, be one guy that will... Uh, Contend for playing time as a first year, but who knows, depending on where they shake out after uh, this spring, we'll see. But good, lengthy kid, 200 pounds, uh, can run, uh, and he can make contested catches. That's the one thing. Jaja Boyd, again, this is a cat out of uh, Pennsylvania, Roman Catholic. This is another James Madison uh, flip for Coach Sig and the staff. Uh, I'm sure coach Haynes loves this guy. Five ten, 170 pounds size, size corner. Um, watch some tape, not over a, a lot. Uh, so I wouldn't be able to speak one way or the other on him, but what have I saw of him is he's got the ability to be, I think a shut down corner. Um, and he's a cat that could probably come in and be in the mix in the competitional aspect of it. Um, William from Moline, uh, again, he's a defensive end, 6'6, 225, little linky, uh, light in, you know, light, uh, in terms of weight right now, good developmental kid, uh, he decommitted from Georgia tech and, uh, Indiana was able to get up on him and, uh, get him committed, uh, four, six, four, seven type of kid. So this is a guy to watch, uh, for future, because I think he's another one. You add 40, 50 pounds to, and he's going to be a big time kid coming off the edge. Uh, let's see. Mitch is from up there in, uh, Wisconsin again, another Bob, Bobstead, probably, uh, utilizing his connections out there to get this cat 65270 good solid kid good feet uh strong on the upper body uh he's a guy that can add some depth to one of the areas that indiana really lacks depth in is that offensive line uh hopefully you don't have to play a true freshman now if he comes in and beats everybody out he's one of your top top four or five guys then uh so be it but um uh again uh a room in much need of not only depth but competition and that's the one thing Martin running back from fishers. Now this kid's the one kid, five eleven, one hundred ninety-five 195 pounds, 200. He can go get it. I think he's got that top end breakaway speed. Uh, he, uh, Gets downhill, hurry in a hurry, and uh, he can uh, take the take a five yard run and turn it into a sixty yard touchdown because he's got the uh, that ability. So I really like this kid. He's a holdover again from the previous staff. Austin out of Wisconsin again, another offensive lineman from Wisconsin. Those kids are they growing big up there in Wisconsin? Six six. Uh, 265 pounds again, a room that needs a lot of competition. Uh, it just got you know better, uh, in that regard. So, I think it's one of those uh situations where Bob Bobstead uh had some kids up there in the Wisconsin area that he really liked and were able to get him in the hopper. Uh, Daniel, another. Defensive end, 6'3", 220 out of Georgia. He's another kid, uh, kid that I liked on tape. Uh, physical, has some speed, uh, very hard to to uh, contain one-on-one in a pass rush situation. So, keep an eye on Daniel. Tyler Cherry, well, here's the young man out of of center grove here in indiana he was once a commit to um duke and with the changeover and staff down there at duke uh, uh indiana was able to get back in on him he's their only four-star commit in this class um now one thing about tyler and center grove their offense isn't your traditional offense because they do some wing T stuff. But this kid is got, got I call it, the, got it. Um, really good arm. Uh, good good touch, throwing the ball down the field. Here's another long ball that he throws. But delivery, uh, his footwork, uh, here's a good look of him taking it off and then look at that throw. I mean, that's a... Patrick Mahomes type of throw, but this cat, uh, can be special. And you can see why Duke recruited him, uh, smart, good grades. And on top of it can, can sling it, but you can see his footwork in the pocket. He's very calm and composed and he finds guys open down the field. Um, he doesn't get overly excited again. He is not a dual threat type of quarterback. I'm not saying he can't run the football, but he's a more prolific drop back, throw it and has the mobility to, uh, um, make some things happen out on the edge. Now he's made some throws here that I would advise against at the college level. Cause those will get picked, but, uh, got to work on a little bit of the ball security ball when he runs has a tendency to be out there quite a bit but uh he threw for a bunch of yards and uh he has been you know highly sought after after last year into this year and understand you know he was a teammate of Taven's uh Taven would have been his senior year Tyler would have been would have been a freshman or sophomore I can't remember, but. Center Grove's had some really good football teams, but more importantly, they've turned out some really good quarterbacks uh, over the years. And Tyler's another one of them that's going to be a special player for Indiana. And again, he will be a mid-year enrollee, which is good because he's going to get himself right into the fray into that room, threw for over 3,000 yards, 34 touchdowns, and 13 games. Um, and he was Mr. Football the state in Indiana. And I know Indiana beat out a couple other big-time programs to keep him in. And uh, uh, Tyler liked what he saw. Uh, and I think he's got a pretty good relationship with Tino. And I think that was proven by the fact that they got to keep him in in house. And then lastly, uh, Josh, the another corner, five ten, hundred ninety, 190 out of the good state of Florida, Palm Beach Garden High School, Cardinal Newman, which is another solid high school for big time players. He also was a sprint champ. Uh, in track, uh, played some wide receiver as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, played wide out, uh, but I do think they're going to look at him more being a uh, DB corner type that will add some competition back into that room for indiana so overall a really solid class not that it's ranking very high within the big 10 and i know that's all subjective beauty in the eye of the beholder but for coach signetti coming in for his first class being behind the eight ball a little bit he was able to uh Bring some guys along from j m u not only the transfers that came but also as well as some high school kids uh he got an established quarterback in in rourke from ohio u and uh you know when he talked about the transfer portal and what he looked for, and I agree with this wholeheartedly you don't go in the portal to look for a A guy that was, uh, say, at Alabama, and, you know, he never got on the field because he had so-and-so and and -and so-and-so in front of him. Well, you don't want to take a chance on a guy like that unless you have some type of connection or you knew of him in recruiting. He wanted guys that had been on the field playing, and they could, you know, they had a body of work to present to whoever was recruiting them to be truly evaluated. And that's who Coach Zig and his staff went for in the portal, and they got some really good ballplayers. I think that are going to add to the position rooms that needed the depth added, as well as competition. Remember, competition is the is the ingredient that makes you a good football team. When you don't have the competition to get guys competing year in and year out in a position room, uh, it you get complacency. And you can't have complacency out of your players. you got to have guys locked and loaded and playing like uh, – every day their job is up for grabs because, you know, the number two guy is breathing down your neck and he's no slouch. But that's what I think they were able to do with this class in a big way. So uh, kudos to the staff, Coach Sig, and for what they were able to do on a short period of time. And, you know, now that this is over, it doesn't mean that recruiting stops for them. Like you said, they've got about they're looking for, I think four or five, maybe a little bit more to add to this class. And and like I said, I think he said there were six or seven that were playing in bowls. And I kind of summarized that meaning James Madison, but that doesn't make that statement true. That's just me hypothetically thinking about it. And, um, you know, I think they've got uh, going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of about thirty to thirty-one signed uh, you know, re, uh, first years and transfers in this first class, and they stood at this afternoon. I think they were at twenty-four already. So a big class to put together. I know fifteen of them were. Uh, retained from the previous staff in terms of those recruits. And then they did inform some kids that they weren't going to have spots for them. Uh, I hate to see that happen, but it is what it is. And coach Signetti and his crew went out and got it done and in a short period of time, but the quarterback room, I think is going to be very strong in the spring. You've got Uh, Taven and Lowry, who are the two guys remaining. Soresby, remember, he went in the portal, and he is at Cincinnati. So those are the two guys that are in the quarterback room. Taven's the only one that has a lot of true experience this past year, Um, but it's going to be a situation where he's going to have to go compete against some talented guys that are coming in, two of them. Rourke and then of course the kid that was a teammate of his Tyler Cherry who's a mid-year enrollee uh, that that's going to be an interesting competition this spring to keep an eye on to see how things develop. Um, I know there was some chatter that Taven uh, if not if things didn't pan out would transfer well if he does he'll have to sit a year. So, I'm not sure it's advantageous for him to do that because then he essentially loses a year of playing and plus eligibility. So, that may not be the best thing for him unless he transfers down, I believe, then he can be immediately eligible. You know, like to, you know, Illinois State or North Dakota State Mm -hmm. or one of those type of schools but they got competition in the room that i like and i like this work kid i think he's got something to him and uh, hopefully he can bring some of that with him from ohio and he's got his Bain target coming with him too in the wide receiver room plus keeping donovan in that room what that kid did this year when he went in the Portal kind of heart, you kind of sunk a little bit because you thought, Where's a cat that didn't have anything uh, at the beginning of the year but really came into himself? So, them keeping him, I think, is a good sign of things to come. The running back room, I think, is going to be loaded room, great competition, especially getting Holland, uh, uh, Holland back into the fray. Again, went into the transfer portal, liked what Coach Sig and his staff were doing and what, you know, what they had to say. They got him back. And remember, Coach Sig had about $3 million in NIL uh, money um, as well uh, to utilize with not only some of the kids that potentially are coming in, like a Tyler Cherry, for instance, but also the guys that were here. And uh, I'm sure he utilized those dollars wisely uh, in that regard. Uh, Wide receiver room, uh, it's really, I think, really going to be a great competition room. We talked about those guys that are coming in, you know, Price and uh, some other guys that are on their way in um, from different sizes, um, different, you know, contributions that they can provide at different spots i think they got guys that can go up and play get you know contested footballs down the field i think they got guys that are fast that can you know challenge teams vertically and then i think they got guys that are shifty that and quick that can do things with you know with the ball in their hands very quickly so that's going to be positive as well um What's next for Coach Sig and his staff as they move forward? Well, they're going to continue to work with some of these recruits until they get what they, you know, have out there fully committed. Uh, Good time for them to break and take a breath as a staff um, before, you know, the kids are break, you know, they're off campus. And I believe now you run into a dead period at this point in time, chance to recharge the batteries um, because when they come back in jan- January, baby, it's going to be full speed ahead. There is not going to be, uh, any time to, uh, take off they, no days off when they come back, they'll meet as a group. He'll lay out his plan of expectations moving forward in January. He did talk very adamantly about his, uh, strength coach and what he brings to the table. Um, and how that all plays its part into these equations moving forward. January and February will be heavily in the weight room and conditioning. Um, this will be a time for them to just find out who's in the boat and who's not, or who needs to have a talking to about either you're, you're either both feet in the boat, but having one foot on in the boat and one outside of it, that ain't gonna work. And that's what January and February will be for because all eyes will be on the kids that are on campus. They're gonna be evaluated every single day in every way from classroom attendance to academics to what they do in the weight room when the eyes aren't on them by the coaching staff and just the strength staffs there. And then the conditioning, which I would imagine Coach Signetti will probably do in the morning. Uh, being that he has a little bit of throwback to him. I remember those days at 6 o'clock in the morning as a coach, bright and early, uh, going in and getting after it for a good hour or so. And But that's where you grow as a team, and you find out who's going to compete, who's going to compete only when eyes are on them, and uh, who's got to be discussed in terms of whether you want to be a part of it or you must take a look at other opportunities because you're not going to make it. And, uh, January and February would be full of that. And then of course, spring ball, I'm sure the dates of that will be released relatively soon, uh, because spring ball, you know, was within the next 90 days, I would imagine. So a lot of fun things to think about, talk about, digest, evaluate all those good things. I will keep you abreast of everything that I can come about and, uh, you know, gather from my contacts down at Indiana as well as those in the outskirts, finding out what is occurring or, you know, going on. Pigs.com, uh, Hoosier.com, those guys do a great job as well. Uh, just a note and reminder uh, for those that are in the Fort Wayne area, tomorrow and Friday, I will be on the sports rush from four to six, subbing in for Brett Rump. We'll have a lot of discussion about Indiana football, talk a little bit about Purdue. They had a pretty good class put together. I think they were top 10 in the class uh, evaluations in the Big Ten. Top 10 uh, class for Coach Walters. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of IU basketball. Uh, them getting by, just getting by Moorhead. But uh, tune in four to six right here in the Fort Wayne area, 1380 the fan, 100.9 FM. You can also hear that online if you've got the Tune In app. Also, tomorrow I will be on Jim Cole in the Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Uh, you can catch me there on his show that goes on YouTube as well as throughout the state of Indiana. I'm sure we'll talk about Coach Sig and his press conference, as well as some of this that we just digest tonight. Again, thanks to Bet Online for sponsoring uh, this uh, uh, Hoosier Football Tailgate. Much appreciated. Remember, use that code Believe B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Have a great and safe, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. A lot of things on the docket as we turn to the page on to 2024 and what will the Hoosiers be as a football program as Coach Signetti gets both of his feet on the ground running now and his staff. Stay tuned to the Hoosier Football Tailgate. We'll keep you up to date. I'm the coach, Shannon Griffith. This has been... The Hoosier football tailgate on Believe. Good night, everybody.